guys, it's me, Max Scoville. I cannot grow a beard, as you might know, because I'm a, a baby-faced weirdo. Uh, but if you don't shave your face, you sometimes look like a criminal, so it's important to do so. Harry's razors is probably the best option for getting razors to shave your face with that don't cost a whole bunch and aren't crappy, awful things that actual criminals would probably use in hotel rooms, you know, to hide from the cops or whatever, like in the film The Fugitive. In any case, uh, if you head to www.harrys.com and use the offer code comedy button, you can get five bucks off your first purchase, and they've got a quality guarantee, so if you're not happy with your razor's purchase, you can get a full refund. Uh, I will say I have a very irritable face along with the rest of my body. Specifically my face, though. It's very sensitive. Your starter kit, which is 15 bucks, and comes with one Harry's razor along with uh, three cartridges and shaving cream and shaving uh, ointment stuff to rub on there. It's real nice to your face, so, you know, you can go check that out. That's the sound of a cat in the background. Let's shave it. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Crunchyroll, a.k.a. the ultimate way to shove anime inside of your own brain using a computer or, like, a PS4 or something. Dear listeners, this is a great thing that you can do. Crunchyroll has so much of the anime. Do you know how many different animes they have? I will name for you some of the anime. Myself, yourself. When supernatural battles become commonplace. The world is still beautiful. Blast of Tempest. A dark rabbit has seven lives. Magical Warfare, School Days, Tribe Cool Crew, Ultimate Fafnir, Brian Altano's Word Association Game, <laughs> Skip Beat, Zatch Bell. Zatch Bell is not real. Yes, it is. Zatch Bell. Yeah. My Little Monster, Say I Love You. It's just one title. Your Lie in April. <laughs> hey, that's my wife. <laughs> that's another great anime. I can't understand what my husband is saying. These are all actual titles. No, I'm not. Wait, that one's not. That's, that's not a real. Girls und Panzer. That one's actually about girls in a tank. Dog Days. That's a Spike Lee joint. Samurai Flamenco. Samurai Flamenco is Mike Tyson's Punch Out's hard mode. <laughs> Cuticle Detective Inaba. No, that's not real. I'm actually 100% serious. Those are all names of real anime titles available on Crunchyroll, which can be yours for just $6.95 a month, totally unlimited. But if you go to Crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and sign up today, you will get your first 30 days absolutely free. Anime is wild. Even when it's paid for, I can't can talk about anime without you fuckers interrupting. Hello, and welcome to the comedy button. My name's Anthony Gallegos. Joining me is Brian Altano. <laughs> Scott Bromley. Bring your sloppy wet dick out. <laughs> Max wow. Scoville. Slide that big nasty man up against the plate glass window and let the whole world see it. I don't know we were doing this. Andrew Goldfarb. All kinds of weird dick stuff is happening right now. <laughs> and I'm so sorry, Zach Ryan. Because he's the cheese and I'm the macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Mix it together and it sounds like two people fucking. I think, what do you uh, think that craft dinosaur's dick looks like? Oh my Just god. Just right off the Probably bat, we gotta really get weird. into that. The spiky with like the like the back of the stegosaurus. He has a cloaca. I was gonna say it looks Good like answer. An, it looks Good like answer. a very long uh shape of that Scooby Doo macaroni shape where uh-huh. his, his eyes are all bugged yeah. out, but it's 
How big is that dinosaur? I think that whole world like nine is a feet fucking, tall. That whole world is a goddamn nightmare. I actually don't think I knew the name of a of a bird or dinosaur genitals until I knew Max. Cloaca? But he uses the word cloaca. I'll often put that at the bottom of my resume. Right. I swear to God, when Max goes home every day, there's like a dude in his closet with a machine gun. He's like, "Do you say cloaca today?" <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's I feel like, I feel like that, 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 that dude in the closet is fucking Ranger Rick, and he hands him a new fact <laughs> every day. He's like, "You fucking say this." No, but I feel like that dinosaur world from uh, the craft cheesy macaroni commercials is a fucking nightmare when somebody was dying and they're like help we need a defibrillator and he's like how about Tony? <laughs> I get that mixed up a lot with uh, the part of uh, Fantasia where all the dinosaurs die from lava <laughs> but in the, in, the, in the macaroni commercials <laughs> the, the mac and cheese confused with Fantasia? yeah Max, we got this fuck. We got this new club soda tonight. It's it's, it's like, patch. It's peach flavored. It smells like dog water. <laughs> God, it's really bad. Yeah. How do you know what dog so water smells like? We had to, I just have a dog. Oh, Brian drinks a shitload of dog water. Yeah, that's what all I do. Time, yeah. We're drinking all day at work. One we're of Brian's a... favorite pastimes is just like to wander around the neighborhood and find a dog, <laughs> a, like a nice dog pail, and he just drink right out of it. Dog I mean, it, it, it would make me feel a little less weird that I tried a greenie the other day. You ever go to a nice cafe? Wait, wait, what? You tried a what? Time out. Go ahead. I tried a greenie the other day. What's a greenie? Case. You know those like dog, dog, dental dental health it's a dog toothbrush. Like, yeah, it's the dog. It's the dental dogs. It's a dog toothbrush. <laughs> and it's, a, it's a dog bone, but it's hard and it's shaped like a toothbrush. But uh-huh. it's made of like kind of. barley and plastic. <laughs> what do you mean yeah. by you tried it? Like you chewed I bit on off. It? I bit off a piece to see what it was like. Yeah, and. And it was fine. Yeah. It's just got that typical milk bone taste to it. How that saying? old typical milk bone Dude, when, when I was little, my mom used to hide the milk bones from me because I would just... That old familiar sting. <laughs> that must have been rough. I had so. a buddy I had a buddy in high school that uh, he didn't smoke any weed, but my parents were always convinced that he was a stoner. And, and I told My friend that, said that about me all the time. When, he, when, I told, when I told him that, he was like, okay, well, I'm going to fuck with him the next time I come over to your house. So he came over to my house and just walks in through the back door, grabs a box of milk bones off the fridge and walks in the living room and just starts eating them. He's like, hey, guys, what's up? I'm my parents were like, what the fuck? Bobo's been eating Yaki's dog treats. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. Like, zoink, Scoob. I actually always wanted to eat Scooby snacks because they look good as hell. And I think they made Scooby snacks for kids, too. You know what would be the they fucking... cookies, right? The most, yeah. the yeah. most delicious thing would Doesn't be if you, got to, if you got to dip <laughs> cartoon Scooby snacks into Winnie the Pooh's fucked up cheese honey. Oh, I would yeah. love that. And drink, oh, yeah. drink a duff yeah. from The Simpsons. Yeah. I'd like oh, that. Yeah. That would be so heavenly. <laughs> it sounds like doing heroin in Cool World. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. So what's uh, speaking of Cool World, uh, you guys went to fucking Europe. Yeah, we did. The three yeah. of us went to Europe on the two week trip. <sighs> yeah, pretty we cool did. world. That was a that was a that was a goddamn adventure. Uh, so I think we should start with the most important part of the story, which was the flight over there, where I wanted to pose a question to the room: When you're on a flight. Do you lean your chair back? <laughs> Never. No. Never. No. no. Why, is that a, why is that a thing people are very against? Well, uh, you guys don't lean your chair I back. I do not lean my chair back why? only because my knees hit the front of the other chair. Yeah, so. big, I, I don't lean man. my chair back because I'm small enough that I can... Yeah. If I want to sleep, I can lay my head on the table in front of me and sleep. Like, me too. Over. I've, I've like never climbed a flight ever. I actually, it's funny you bring this up because when I flew to Gamescom last year, uh, I, was, I was alone in the sky and I put my chair back and apparently the woman behind me had just had knee surgery and I was just bonking right into her, into her knee every time I shimmied around because I was having leg cramps because I was in the sky alone. And my Max, you're hurt. tall. You're always in the sky alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How's the weather up there? I want to kill myself, thanks. Um, 
<laughs> but <laughs> cloudy with a chance of kill myself. Yeah. Uh, but no, like this this awful, this sad, like sad old woman just like like reached around the side. And I was on like I was in the window seat, and she reaches around the corner and just starts like touching my arm, like some kind of just weird weird thing. And I was like, what what, what is it? And I was like asleep, and she's like, every time you move the chair, it hits it hits me in the leg, and I just had surgery. And I was like, well, I'm gonna move my chair forward and never put a chair back again in my entire life. So Andrew, little Andrew here had a very different story. Uh, he was sitting next to me in the middle seat, the prestigious middle seat. Which, yes, uh, I won that every, lottery. Which everyone loves. Uh, and How long was the flight? Ten and a half hours? Twelve uh, hours. Twelve yeah, hour 12. flight. Yep. So and I think like halfway through, we were like, you know what? We're not going to sleep. Let's just stay up and be delirious and just drink white wine yep. and just like just talk and just be idiots. Wow, how white of you. <laughs> Very white <laughs> yes. of us. Yeah. Yep. So uh, the guy in front of Goldfarb puts his seat back like more <laughs> far than I've ever seen a seat go back. Like right. this seat is basically it just turns goldfarb's chair into a like a little triangle like a skateboard yeah. ramp international just, flights are like uh, that yeah yeah because like, so they're I, like they're, I, I don't know i mean i've flown internationally plenty of times i went up to talk to these guys i've the never seen some shit like this yeah. before like this this man's screen on the back of the seat literally was almost yeah. against goldfarb's nose i could like, not it, like my neck hurt for like a full week after that because I couldn't. I was just sitting straight, like he's sitting there looking forward. at me, like, "What do I do? What do I do?" And put your seat back. Jesus. So, so Goldfarb rest your head, yep. on, rest yep. your head on Brian's shoulder. And thus Goldfarb. began part two of the story. Oh, yeah. Goldfarb goes the to thrilling put, conclusion. He goes to put his seat back, and he gets. He all of a sudden he feels a lot of resistance, and he's, he's like, oh, my, "My seat stuck." And he's like shimming it and jamming it back and forth and shaking it in his chair. And he's like, "What's going on? Is my seat seat stuck?" And I go. Yo, there's a dude pushing his legs up against your seat. So I look behind him, and there's this French couple, and there's this man, and he's just like, no, 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 no. And he's punching the seat and kicking it, hitting his knees and feet, and his, his hands, arms like that. locked straight forward for he's the like, duration he's, of the flight. He's so holding it up. Respond. He literally had his hands up the entire flight so Goldfarb wouldn't hold the seat back. Just like, wow. like a big and, fucking baby. And the man then, should not be allowed on so fucking airplanes. I went to get up, I went to go to the bathroom, and his wife, who's sitting next to him in the aisle seat, locked eyes with me and goes don't fucking recline <laughs> and I'm like so first of all i'm like nine glasses of wine deep into like this 12 hour flight and so like i was like i didn't for some reason i kept telling this woman i didn't design the plane i said like three different times i didn't design the plane like as though she thought i designed this plane. and i was like no shit because if you did you wouldn't <laughs> yeah, be sitting you. in 78b <laughs> but yeah that woman gave me the dirtiest look and i was yelling at her in the middle of the galley or whatever for like five minutes and it was like 4 a.m our time or their time whatever they're just screaming at each other in the middle of the plane and her <sighs> fucking pussy ass husband's just like his feet up in the air no no that was a term like no it's my legs and then he had his fucking chair back, which is what pissed me off like crazy. Yep. He was just like totally lounged, chilling out. Wow. Piece of shit. What a fucking asshole. So yep. Goldfarb didn't sleep at all the entire flight. I was laughing so hard I stayed awake. We had been we'd like by the time we landed, we'd been awake for like a good forty hours. Yeah. All right. By the time we, we stayed up and then uh, yeah, landed yeah, in we, Germany. We, we landed in Germany, took the train to Cologne, and then we were in Cologne, we went out to dinner. And then went out drinking afterwards. So I don't think we even went to bed until like one or two cologne yep. time. Yeah. So by the time we actually went to sleep, we had been up like, yeah, 36 hours. Yeah. Right. Which was yeah. like the closest I'd been to like 
just being like fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Right. Like, I was just seeing like dinosaur jazz people everywhere. It's fucking incredible how fucked up you can get just not sleeping. Yeah, yeah. That that's awesome it. That's like the be- like, even if you don't do drugs, that's the best drug. But that was awesome because like we that put us mostly on the right schedule for mm-hmm. the rest of the trip. Whereas hmm. a couple of the other guys we went with were just fucked up the whole time. They just oh, like, yeah. could not adjust to the time. Yeah, they change. slept on the plane mm. and they napped when we got there, and that was it. They yeah. were checked out for the whole week. Yeah, every day at the end of the day, they'd be like, uh, we'd finish work at 6, and they'd be like, i got to go back to the hotel and go to bed right now. And be like, just yeah. stay up, you dummy. Yeah, that You're was never me, me last year. Yeah, was... we, so we were, on, we were on the plane, and we're, like, we're trying to figure out, like, should we go? I do, I do the thing before I fly where I'm like, all right, I'm going to bring 80 movies and 15 seasons of TV shows, 100 games, three books, two audio books, 15 podcasts. Yep. Uh, and then I get on there, and I'm just like, Goldfarb and I were like, I don't even have the attention span to watch anything right well, now. Well, and so I literally like, couldn't. Like, I couldn't get <laughs> yeah. over to my iPad or anything to get it out. Uh, so we're going through all the movies on the plane and they had, they had Star Wars Episode 4 and Star Wars Episode 7. Those are the only two Star Wars movies and I was thinking like if you watch those back to back you'd be like what the fuck happened to these people? <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like alright that dude was on a farm an hour ago and now he's on an island yeah. and he's a hundred yeah. and fat. Is everything okay? He did, he did well for himself. <laughs> he did well. Did very well. Yeah. There's a ball now. Yeah. Like, uh, Yeah so we Cologne's really cool max i know you went there last year it's a it's a cool city it's like um it's very kind of everything in in europe is very like they're on some 80s shit just non-stop they're like oh we yeah. really love the 80s no it's true well, when, when i talked about going to uh london the first song on the radio was fucking starships yeah. uh nothing's gonna stop us now yep wow yeah i got i was when i was in germany uh, and i heard ago, it just, every day the guy was driving us around was just like, had it on the fucking like the falco station mm-hmm. i was like i'm in fucking heaven yeah i love falco <laughs> no one likes Falco but me. Yeah, it's, and the Germans. It was weird because when I was in the when I was like I was I took German and French class in high school. N- none of those helped me on this trip. <laughs> but uh, I remember this is in the nineties, and all the textbooks everybody was dressed like they're in the eighties. And I was like, oh, these must be old textbooks. And then I got to Europe in 2016. I'm like, oh, no, you saw all that shit. <laughs> yep, 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 still yep. doing all that. Yeah, we like yeah, the Scorpions. When I, in, when I was in Scotland in 1999, mind you, uh, we would repeatedly, we were 15 at the time, and they would always ask us if we were going out drinking with them and stuff because they assumed we were, like, well in our 20s. Mm-hmm. And it was because they said Americans were more fashionable than their kids to where they just assumed that we were much older than we were based on the way we dressed. It is right. weird being American in cities like that where it's just like you can – everyone speaks English. Like yeah. It's like there's no onus on us to do anything. Like I, I have it's, no prep. It, I know like yeah, those German we, words. Yeah. We talked about it a couple of times where we felt very fortunate to be – English speakers, American in these cities, because we've never had to learn. I mean, we have through school or whatever Mm -hmm. other languages, but like nobody asks us to learn another language. Like we go to other countries and it's like, why don't they speak English? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And we were fortunate enough to be like Cologne. Everybody spoke English. Yep. Amsterdam. Everybody spoke English. Paris. eh, Most people spoke English, but they faked like they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Amsterdam like really was like unaccented English. It was like perfect. Yeah. Amsterdam. Like those, those dudes spoke like colloquial english like no i'm like if you're if you're a white person and you speak english the entire world is easy mode for you yep. like it's kind of fucking ridiculous yeah i'm not even bragging i think it's i think it's embarrassing almost because like we were talking to this one girl in paris who was just like yeah you know i mean we all learn english at a very young age but you guys never have to learn anything but i guess because we all learn english you don't have to and we're like well yeah i mean and that was where that's that like, sucks I mean, <laughs> like, if you look at the size of america and how near we are to shit we're people like we've got we've got mexico and we've got like 
the, the sure. French speaking parts of Canada. Yep. Uh, but most people aren't near that, you yeah. know, like there's no, there's no compulsion to like go out and learn how to speak other languages because everyone speaks American, damn it. You know, yep. and whereas it's there, all the it's American like, movies and like American music yeah. and pop culture. Yeah. yeah. We get, I mean, over there, it's like, if you live in the UK, you get on the, the fucking train and go in a tunnel for two hours and you come out and you're in France and you know, <laughs> you gotta learn how to fight those people. Yeah. I mean, we were, don't push we, your chair back. <laughs> we took, a, we took a train from Germany <laughs> to Amsterdam, was which was a language switch. And then from Amsterdam to Paris, which is another language switch. And each one, I was just like, I, I'm not even going to bother learning anything. Cause I mean, yeah. three days I'm going to, uh, bread is now called brood. <laughs> like, I mean, that was like, the thing. Like I know, thank you. I know what Danka and I know mercy. Yeah. And then in German, I know Quitong for receipt because we're, <laughs> we're there on a fucking work trip and that was it. Like I, I know zero words in Dutch and I didn't prepare in France. They, in France, they call the receipt, the ticket. Like, Can I have the <laughs> ticket? True. Okay. Mm. You guys, that's, if you see, ask for a ticket in America, a copy too. That's up. what fucks with me. Fucks me in Europe is that everyone kind of looks like me, so I don't. They look like white people from the eighties, so like they, I don't really know like who's who's going to speak English or not. So I always sort of try to make that that tenuous thing. And I had this weird moment when I was at Gamescom last year, where I was just buying like a bunch of fucking like Haribo and porno magazines and you know the things that you buy at a gas station in Germany at two in the morning, and like the guy at the counter is just like. I'm like, uh, the c- c- credit? And he's like, yeah, they just use the chip. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. You totally know everything that I'm saying. And I'm just like, I'm just like this weird, like, oh, dude, people, man. people, people looked at me within half a second. They're like, yeah, here's the white people menu from America. Yeah. 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 I flipped to that page. Yeah. I love that they would just have an English menu at a lot of places. And like one place we went was like a, a, like a nice French restaurant. And we were like, do you have an English menu? And they just pointed to one of the waiters and they were like, this is the English menu. And the guy came over and just translated shit for us. But it oh, is. Hi guys. I, I've been here for four years. Let's go over the <laughs> Enchanté, s'il vous plaît. My name is Jeremy. The great thing is that, like, the, over here, it's not called French bread; it's just called bread. That uh, that superpower doesn't work in reverse because we're idiot Americans. So we would see all this shit that made no sense to us at all, and everyone else is like, "Oh, I understand everything you're saying, making fun of our shit, and also our own shit." Like, we were in Germany, and for like a week straight, we saw this ad for the show <laughs> called Mayor Biz. Oh uh, yeah, and it was just like six, the six, Bismarcky administration. It was like six white people in an office and. A lion, and we were like, "Is this what?" And so we just started making up the plot of the show. We're like, "I guess Maribiz is a show about a lion that becomes to be fair the president of." We're not even sure that it was a show. Like it could have been, it could have been like an anti-smoking ad or something. It might have been a bank, honestly. Yeah, exactly. But that ing lion. Yeah, to us, we were like, "That's definitely a TV show about a lion that runs a company." That's goddamn sure. We also kept taking pictures. He was the king of the jungle, and now he's the king of the business world <laughs> there were like signs that said like osfart that we were taking pictures that's of. Like, that was the first fi- which means just exit right yeah, yeah it means like parking lot highway, yeah. highway yeah. exit yeah. Yeah. yeah there was like a whole series of photos fart and osfart yeah, yeah exactly there was like yeah. a whole series of photos that anytime we saw the word fart f-a-r-h-t andrew and i and brian would pose and be like yeah thumbs up there's americans love a good fart there's a word that means like training coach or like out of out of service oh butt fart no but it's it was on it was on the side of a Bus. And like one of the, it was one of the first words I saw where I was like, oh boy. And you know, I, later on I saw a million signs that said Al's fart, whatever. But like I was, I was in a cab by myself and I was just like, we saw, we saw this one. I was like in this car. I was like, we saw this one clothing store that was called like nigger clothes. And we're like, wait a minute. You can't do that. That's horrible. Is that the one in Cologne? Yes. Was it dinner? Wow. Yes. Was it, but was it two G's? 
It was a bunch of them. Is it the one in Cologne that's like yeah. the, oh, the yeah. one where they, they sold all those shirts that like Brian used to wear with like naked ladies on it? Yep. Yeah. We yeah. almost bought you a shirt from there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we passed by that store. We it's right saw, by the erotic store. We also saw a place in Paris that was G ampersand Y fashion. Oh, yeah. Is there a picture of that? <laughs> <laughs> we also thought that was a, the, 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 one of the Ah, true, Gandhi. Yeah. One of the true joys of life <laughs> that you could ever possibly do is to travel Europe with Brian Altano. Yep. Because he was laughing every at every sign. Single foreign word that he sees on a sign, he's like, look at that dumb word, and then pronounces it and like riffs on it for like 30 seconds. It was fucking amazing, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it was, it was a joke funny. that never ended. It was funny because we were at a bar one of the nights in Paris, and like people would come up to us because they were locals who just wanted to practice English. So like they heard us talking and they were like, Where are you from? We were like, San Francisco. And they were like, One sec. And they came around to sat at our table, and it was like six locals who just like knew English well enough that they wanted to practice it on yep. us and just ask us That's rude so questions. fucking cool. Also, like, I love what it. do you think of the, Donald Trump? Well, so the trick, the <laughs> trick, you've seen David Lynch's Dune. So, Scott, the trick is people go, Where are you from? We're like America. And they're like, Where? And we're like, San Francisco. And they're like, Oh, okay, we're coming over yeah, to talk yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah. So, that's we know that you're not if insane. You're, if you're white, English speaking, and from California. Yeah. In like a major area ah, that... Pamela Anderson, surfboard rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, so you don't want to fuck your gun. And we're like, no, no, I don't even own one. They're like, oh, we're coming over to talk yeah. to you guys. We're going to come over and Did talk you go on a wine. Donald Trump apology tour like I did? No. <laughs> uh, no, no, but we did. I did get asked like quite a few times yeah. about what, yeah. what do you think of Donald Trump? And yeah, like, that cab driver asked us an yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're like I don't, I don't know. I didn't make them. Like I, I don't. I'm not. I didn't for design him. the Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't build his large garish buildings with his name in gold foil on the front of them. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it's it's I, these guys actually got to see me like completely checked out, almost to the point like where it was dangerous. Like I wasn't working, and I was just we were just basically just drinking and getting fucked up every day. Yep. And by like the third or fourth day of it, I was like, oh, my brain is just yeah. gone. It's just Brian was just delirious. He would draw a bunch of like weird cartoons and sign them Walt Disney and then <laughs> laugh until he cried. <laughs> yeah, I was just like by the by the third day of our live show, I was just drawing. Pe- I was doing characters of people on on set and then in between my interviews i would go sit down and just draw people on set and underneath just autograph them walt disney and like the way a kid would try to copy his name right oh my god yeah it was great it was like we're like i don't know we're we've all been doing pretty well with eating as adults you know for the most part uh and then you get to germany and you're like nope yep can't do it. Bread, like they, pork, and beer. Oh, God, dude. They, like, you eat these so, things called pork knuckles, yeah, which are just basically... Yeah. You described them as... Zach, you were calling them like the cartoon meats from like Final Fight. You called yeah. them the emoji. It's it just looks, the, the it literally emoji. looks like the meat emoji. It's just like <laughs> oh, a big brown wad around a bone. bone. Yeah. It looks like Halloween props yeah. as a food. It looks yeah. like the thing from like Monster Hunter or something like that. Oh, that's great. And so you get that and like pretzels, and then they bring out Kolsch, which is like these light beers that they you drink by, by the dozens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They it's just like, keep refilling It's like that grenade launcher that... Schwarzenegger gets in Terminator 2 except yeah. instead of grenades it was just little tiny beers yep. yeah, yeah, we just night, brought out like a bandolier of those one night I went out with the guys from the, our UK team and uh, I picked up the tab at the end of the night and uh the first thing on the tab was Kolsch times 36. And there was only like five of us out drinking. It was like, God damn, do we drink a lot of beer when we if were in you Germany. Don't, they just refresh them like the yeah. way you get like a water refill. Like if you don't put a coaster on top of your glass, they'll just keep bringing it them just nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. My, my best memory though. of going to Cologne the, to this day was when I went with Pear. 
who is your guys' boss still yeah. at IGN. And he we, was there this year, too. He was? Yeah. Okay, because he's, like, the best person to go out with. Mm-hmm. I think he was born in Cologne. He, yes, he grew yeah. up there. So mm-hmm. he, he took us to, like, all the weird toy stores to be like, these are the toys I grew up with. And it's, yep. like, diorama sets Flame and shit like that. <laughs> and, and, he, and he's like, oh, I'm going to take you to the best place to eat. And it was inside a shopping mall <laughs> and stuff like that. But, like, it, he, but he got really blasted one night and started ranting about Nazis to us in the middle of, like, this German bar with nothing but German people. And it was, like, one of those things where we're like, oh, my fucking God, he's starting to get stares. No, and he's dude. like, you know, I grew up. You know, my grandparents, they lived with the fucking Nazis, and you, I came over to America, and you guys have flags everywhere. We never put up flags, because flags were dangerous to us after our fucking Nazis, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, Bear. There was a there was a group that I went out with one of the nights, I think it was the last night that we were in Cologne, and uh, somehow we got to talking about World War II, and then one of the guys started talking about Nazis, and was literally, like, putting his hand up in the air, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Put Dude, your fucking hand down. Trying to get public. the ticket. So, uh, the, other, yeah. Yeah, the other side of that coin is that I was also on that trip with Colin Moriarty, who was my roommate, and these two guys from Amsterdam came up and they were like, well, you know, we were neutral in the war and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Americans, you think you have to fucking police the world. And Colin Moriarty is like, well, you can thank us that you're not fucking speaking German and just like walked. And that was like the end of their conversation. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. I'll be in McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you about quick. the Fifth Amendment and why I'm not That's putting not my inaccurate. luggage through this scanner. But yeah, that the, like, was the, also a moment I had. We, I, am, I used to live with a, That was a big the, uh, argument. This was the only place I've ever been to on vacation where I was repeatedly waking up in the middle of the night to take shit. I was like, I can't sleep. I got a shit. Like my, my, my asshole was like waking up my brain to be like, you got to take a dump right now. Yep. You got to go shit a bunch of pretzels. <laughs> Cause it was so much, it's such dense food. Yeah. yeah like, I started, I, I started oh, every day with God, a pretzel I when I was that. there oh. yeah. every day. Cause yeah. why not? Everything. Exactly, we'd have these gigantic breakfasts, like more than I would eat in a given Two mm-hmm. days in San Francisco, I ate four breakfasts. It was so much was fun because we're all, we're all on the same like pain page, so yeah. we're all just kind of like ah, we're powering through it. But after a few nights, we're like, let's go, let's go to let's get an Italian and let's go somewhere else. You know, lighter foods, yeah. <laughs> Italian. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck a continental breakfast actually is defined as. Someone's going to interject here and tell me probably. Uh, it's nope. the all the food. Thank groups you, whitest you man eat. in the room. <laughs> all the food groups you would eat in cereal or fruit. Yeah, just cereal. Uh, I, I eat uh, nothing so, hot. Yeah. Also, okay. how am I the one no, that's a com- in the room? Scott, that's a complete breakfast. Scott. No, I was referring to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it, it's um, very clearly him. Yeah, um, but no, like uh, I feel like there is this kind of international breakfast buffet type thing, and I've like I've seen this in in Europe, and I've seen this in in Asia, and it's just kind of like and sausage where they get they get that shit, but then it's like you get kind of like variations a little bit, like in in depending on where you are yeah. in Vietnam, they'll be like, but it's kind of like here's the here's like the crowd pleaser, and it's sort of like this almost slightly healthier, less apocalyptically unhealthy like all you can eat yeah, buffet approach like granola yes. and fruit yeah. what you get like you get like the muesli you get the, the yogurt and then there's like and but, it's, so max the yeah. main difference is that they don't call it an all you can eat buffet until you get to america exactly in america yeah. they're like all you can eat fit as much in there as you can but you go to europe and people go up and they get a plate of food and they sit down and they eat it slowly and then they leave Dude, and start their life and in japan it's even weirder because in japan it's like miso soup and yeah. like raw oh, yeah. that was my favorite thing about like <laughs> yeah, about being that. in japan was like you it would get progressively more weird it'd like start with like yogurt and then eggs and then bacon and then miso yep. and then soba and <laughs> yeah. then cod yeah. and then like, it, it just gets, got weirder and weirder but on like, the other hey, side they're like if you're white you can all go eat over there yeah. but on this side this is what we do here so you can fuck with that and after like two or three days of being in tokyo i'm like yeah i'm just gonna yeah like, i'm gonna have curry I'll for breakfast that. that's fine yeah, yeah. Yep. seems to be working for them yeah but uh we had a goldfarb and i had an interesting afternoon one of the days where we were walking around and i think zach you were getting ready you were like prepping stuff for the live show and goldfarb and i had an hour or two and uh there was this 
chocolate museum next <laughs> yeah, to our hotel. Jesus Christ. Uh, what? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm thinking like Willy Wonka is my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh yeah, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Museum. Exactly. That, that classic. <laughs> so we Wolfarb and I we walk in and we pay nine euros in and they give us a piece of chocolate and we're like, this is going great. This so rules. Far. Yeah. And then the, immediately we're hit with this incredibly Dude, depressing it wasn't before that even we ate our chocolate we took one step and we <laughs> saw maybe a quarter of an inch of a of a picture of a cocoa leaf it's and, South America yeah. it's a cocoa bean yeah. and process. then Brian Brian just turned to me and he went oh fuck I just realized I don't give a shit about chocolate <laughs> like, that was like before we'd even crossed the threshold in the museum well cause the opposite of like a chocolate bar and the way that looks and how appetizing that is is a fucking cocoa bean <laughs> held by like a dying Mayan boy <laughs> who's just like he's holding this fat turd log and he's just like my father is sick and you're like oh my god this is horrible oh, it's be a depressing museum, cocoa. and then we came over there and found out this stuff was really good. Oh, so it's part they have while the cocoa yeah. tree gives so, us all sorts of delicious beans, its <laughs> leaves could be processed into cocaine. That's a completely different museum and a story. So, so how do you that? How do you one up depressing? It, it's that, but it's in That's German. That's at the uh, Falco Memorial yeah. Museum. <laughs> so it's in German. So you're, you're you're not even like learning. You're not even yeah. like all right. Well, I'll do like fine learning. Don't. It's just like black <laughs> best like. I don't know what you're talking about. I just want chocolate. Und Schokolade in Fragen Einstein. So we get 30 feet Someone into this museum. Someone take Scott's tube from him. Why does he have a tube? I don't know why he has a tube on the show. He knew this was happening. Take the tube uh, from that boy. We, we, uh, we get 30 feet in the museum, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know what Germany used to do? They used to make... Black people sell yep. chocolate. Here's we, a bunch of racist ass paintings of black people. We seriously, we go from man, cocoa beans and cocoa leaves are really boring, and we walk in a room and it's oh, here's a gigantic statue of blackface. Like it just, <laughs> we turned a corner. It was like oh, fuck. We were like oh fuck, are we in a blackface museum? Yeah, back to this? I'll say they're like and, sending me pictures that are just like straight up like Jim Crow shit. It was like and, what the oh, fuck? Like, this was the worst, the, mo- the worst moment. Think John Hershey cream. God damn it, Scott. Put the tube away. Put the tube away. But, uh, I mean, I guess isn't it isn't it in some way though refreshing in the sense that they don't try and hide the fact that they are fucking racist about it? I guess. Yeah. You know, they're not trying to sugarcoat it. And yeah. Just I mean, wipe it under the rug. If you sugarcoat it, chocolate's th- really good. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> the worst part of the is like I did I did a horrible thing where I turned. <laughs> there's this like very large black woman that they hired to sit <laughs> yeah. on the top. It's so sad because there's this beautiful view of the the Rhine River. Yeah. And she's got her back to it, and she's got. A bucket she, of wafers uh, and a bucket of melted is chocolate. She like, like a queen a of chocolate? Yeah, I yeah. mean, she basically it's had her a, job to, to t- dip the wafers in the chocolate and hand it to white people. She had like a Costco just palette of wafers. And I, we walk up and she's in this big, she's large. She's got this huge, like, kind of like covered in sweat. She's very sweaty, but it also looks like she's got chocolate on her forehead and her face and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, she must like really love chocolate. They just put chocolate all Why over. Why would she have that on her face? I don't know. And then I walk up and I'm like, oh, those are burn marks. This woman's been burned a lot, and it's her job to give chocolate to white people. And what? Goldfarb and I are like, we got to get the fuck out of this. That's pretty much the worst thing I've ever heard you, you say. Oh, you boy. literally could not escape this Limbrithian museum. It was like yeah. unbelievable. Like we were, we were well, it's, twenty it's, minutes it's, into it's this hellscape, tall, isn't it? It's yeah. like it's like multiple stories. It's like up. four stories tall, and like we try, we were like, oh, here, there's stairs up. Like they clearly like loop up and go down, and then we came to this like awful hellscape, like toy room where it was like like a hall of mirrors where like there were just these bins full of toys and like you took like cool pictures it was like kinder egg toys basically it yeah, was like these are the ones we took from the Jews <laughs> well they were they were they were, they were like Jesus they were like well 
chocolate used to be sold in cigar boxes. So here's a cigar museum <laughs> while you while we have you here. And we were like, yeah. what? Like, let us out of here. Like, it was like sort of when you're like, you, like there's those magazines that are very specifically about one thing, like a golf digest or some mm-hmm. shit. And in the corner, it's like grass grows on golf courts. And you, you here's here's the here's how grass is. And you're like, why are you talking about grass in the corner of this fucking magazine? We don't have anything else. They ran out. They, they ran out of ideas after five minutes. They're like, and cocoa beans, and Mayan, and then this lady, and chocolate. Was the and- chocolate good? No, we didn't. We barely had any. Yeah, we, That's what fucking sucked about this. And then they kick you into a gift shop, and we're like, "Let's get the." And it's fuck like out it's here. like thirty five dollars for a bar of like just awesome lint chocolate, but like we well, didn't want to spend that money. Yeah, I was like, I was really expecting this whole like. Willy oh, Wonka you were at thing. the lint factory. You wanted. You yeah. were expecting a chocolate river with fountains and stuff. Yeah, like, kind yeah. of. Yeah. You guys should have just gone to that gas station where the guy shakes his head at you for not you know how to use a chip reader. Oh, we yeah, did. we went there too. <laughs> yeah, that place. That yeah, we, spent, we spent plenty of time at that gas station. It, for it's sure. weird too because we had porno magazines. I just pictured. Nah, but you know what's funny about porno magazines is. Germany is that they could put the titties right on the cover. Yeah, they yeah. can. They also they're, they're at 130, 130 o'clock in the morning, it's all porn on an old channel. Uh, they do have a law that you have to cover them in shit. <laughs> Shaita. Oh, swing right. and a miss. <laughs> that's what it's called. Cold so literally that's only on shitty titty magazines. Like, oh my. <laughs> swing and a miss is my favorite t- titty magazine. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Shaita Honker is my favorite. <laughs> Brought it back. How dare you? They had uh, all these weird, like, uh, you can buy Jack and Coke. Like, you don't come on to my show and tell me that joke sucker. Word place. Yeah. Uh, so then we took a train to Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and that was that was an adventure because I we talk, like, can I, I talk like about we what we preface, did? On the tra- I feel like we should preface any of these next few trips by saying we knew we were going to Amsterdam, we knew we were going to Paris. Zero research. Yeah, we did not look up anything at all. Good. So we got on the train. We're going to Amsterdam, and Brian's like, "Hey." Uh, what are we going to do in Amsterdam? I'm like, I don't know, man. I didn't look up anything. And Brian was like, well, do you want to get high? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So we ate some coffee beans, got real high on yeah. the train. We got high on the train <laughs> surrounded by Amsterdam two, before. Which surrounded is like, by two competing bachelor parties, yeah. too. Which is like, oh, it, which is like, it's like buying an assault rifle on the plane to America. How long <laughs> is this train ride? It's a two-hour train ride. <laughs> okay, it's not bad. It wasn't yeah. terrible yet, but it was really funny because we, we were going into Amsterdam on a Saturday morning, so it was very clear like two bachelor parties that are going to go to Amsterdam just get fucked up for a night yeah. and then come back the next day. This is the this is the the boat ride to the part in Pinocchio where they all turn into donkeys. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I realized that, like, I do more planning when I go to Oakland. <laughs> like, where I'm like, how am, I gonna, how am I getting to Oakland? All right, how am I getting home? What am I eating there? Did you guys have a place to stay? Yeah, we yeah, had a yeah. hotel. Okay. We had, we had hotels. hotels. Yeah, we had hotels knew. booked, but that was it. That's yeah. a fucking great way to travel. Yeah, yeah it was really, it was really fun. It was actually really, very stress free. Well, see, the thing about it was is, there, like, was there Wi Fi on the train? Uh, kind of, probably. Yeah, like yeah. very, very spotty Wi Fi. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I love that that kind of thing where you're like you're kind of almost there, and you're like, I'll do like preliminary research. I'll just type in. Well, you know, that was the other scary thing was like we were on preset data plans, and all of us were playing this like shitty Russian roulette of like who can come the closest without going over and spending extra money on data. Basically, yeah, we were like kind of Wi-Fi hopping, which is yeah, I think that's actually, actually very fun. Yeah. It was free because we weren't checking Twitter. I feel like Russian roulette seconds. is the wrong thing to describe German Wi-Fi. Like, <laughs> uh, That's so fair. fair. So fair we're point. we're on this train in between a a bunch of drunk German dudes in the back in the hallway who are hanging out by the bathroom like bullies, and they're like <laughs> they're drinking beer and they have their shitty like iPod Nanos or whatever. They're blasting German house music. The entire everyone time. knows for girls. Yeah, and then ten rows up. 
there was a bachelor party that we were i was in fucking tears we were crying it was a uh, they all had matching shirts that said florian is getting married oh my god so and then, that's but, a, that's a yeah. thing in cologne though is that every friday night there is a bachelor and bachelorette thing where they they all come and they meet by the church yeah. in matching shirts so, so we're like, really is that yeah. that's so weird that's wow. a thing yeah so well, these guys all took those shirts on a train yeah, those, yeah. Uh, <laughs> florian squad gets on the train and they're all wearing these black shirts and one of them eventually gets up and he's wearing a white shirt and he turns around and the back of his shirt says oh shit I'm Florian. <laughs> so we're like, these guys are hilarious. I want these guys to fight the German guys. Yeah. The other, like, I want a gang situation where the guys in the front fight the guys in the back. Everyone dies. It's on the news. We don't understand the news. And, eventually, and then we leave. Eventually, the, the first group sent Florian out to, Directly to you to like wander the train with a tray full of goodies that were shaped like dicks. Yeah, like he had like a bunch of like dick lollipops. Like it was obviously like a yeah. like a bachelor party hazing kind of thing. But they're like, all right, Florian, like a candy striper, basically. You take all these dicks and you go to try sell them <laughs> to some people on the train. And of course, he, he comes walks right to us. straight to me, and I'm high as a fucking kite. And he comes to me, and he's like, "You like?" Oh, he starts. He starts. Are you doing to penis? I'm not. It's not the first time I've been, I've been told that I look like I like a good dick. But it's like he comes right to me, and he starts talking to me in in German, and I'm just like. No thanks, dude. I don't want any. Alles klar, Herr Kommissar. <laughs> it took me forever to convince this guy to go away, but it was just like. Then I saw him go back. You like good penis? <laughs> he, went, he went to the he went to the group in the back, and then Brian and I and Andrew were like, "Oh, this here it the comes! Fight. Oh. Here comes the fight!" And then instead, he just they just talked about all the dick goods. They're they all friends. They yeah. probably yeah. Yeah, dick pops. Yeah. Uh, and then Florian goes back to his friends, and this like fourteen-year-old uh, girl walks by, and Florian does this hard, gross Ooh. checkout on her, yeah. and it was this like, was "Oh, asking, Florian's a pet." Wow, this yeah, is this not girl funny was, This girl was like yep. wandering the train asking people to sign some petition. She was asking people if they spoke German and then they, would they sign this petition. <laughs> and she was very clearly in a, like a high school, like a school uniform. And we were like, no, nah, we don't speak German. Sorry, move along. And then when she got, she gets to Florian and Florian is just like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> and did like a good hard stare. And all three yep. of us were like, ooh, Florian. Yep. Not a yeah. good luck. Yeah, Florian was definitely trying to fuck some. Uh, some I just, I honestly, I, I know we're kind of shitting on Florian here, but Florian, congratulations on your wedding. I hope, <laughs> I hope it went well. Thank you for listening to the comedy yeah. button. Yeah. I don't think he's a listener. <laughs> I, I, we kept expecting to pick up the Amsterdam news the next day, like the spinning newspaper. <laughs> it just says, like, Florian arrested for it, which is, you can't get arrested for anything in Amsterdam. Greetings, boys and girls. In the far-off distant year of 2016 AD, it is important for everyone to have small objects to shove inside your ears. These can be all sorts of things, from nanomachines to data bites, but earbuds are the one true chosen thing to shove inside your ear. So get some tweaked audio earbuds, because they are earbuds to listen to stuff like podcasts or music and you can get some tweaked audio ones which come in seven styles like tweaked pb california parkour parkour 2 classic and natural or seven colors including red yellow and black or also silver or wood which are both actually materials in any case they come with mic'd and non-mic'd models and uh they're designed to sound great for music and for talk so if people call you while you're listening to music you can tell them to shut the fuck up because you want to listen to music continually and uh you know Go to tweetaudio.com and use the offer code GEEKBOX to get 33% off any purchase and free worldwide shipping. They have a lifetime limited warranty. They have a lifetime limited warranty, so jump on this right now and get some shit to shove in your ears. We love you.
Uh, so yeah, then we show up to Amsterdam. Zach and I are still just fucked up. We yep. are just very fucked up for a, a while. We get to the hotel. Well, no. For, first of all, we hotel. have the world's worst cab oh, driver God. of all time. The cab driver tried to kill. Wish. The cab driver tried to kill at least nine beautiful women on bicycles. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you have to understand, like, <laughs> if you're if you're if you're like on the one to ten scale, if you're under a nine in Amsterdam, I think they just throw you in the canal. Yeah, yeah you're a morlock. Oh God, I've never been to a place where there are more beautiful women. That's for like, yep. Everywhere it's I went in Europe was like that. Stupid. Yeah, like it was insane, and our cab driver just wanted to kill all of them. And it was we were crazy. We were also like, again, we had no idea. Like, we none of us knew anything about Amsterdam. Like, you've at least been to Paris, so like, we kind of knew what to expect from Paris, but none of us knew anything about Amsterdam. And yeah. we're in this like death cab, getting further and further away. Like, we go through the town square, and we're like, oh, like what a what a nice place. This is great. And we keep going. And we're like, oh, this neighborhood's cool. And we keep going, and we're like. 25 minutes in the cab yep. and realized our hotel was just way the fuck out in the sticks. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that it far out. It ended up being fine. Like, the definition of the sticks in Amsterdam, like, Amsterdam is only, like, maybe two miles all the way mm-hmm. across the main yeah. drag, you know? So our hotels were weird as hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were, I tweeted a picture of one. They were these weird pod-based rooms where everything was connected to an iPad. It looked, and like, the, you, uh, it yeah. looked like you were in a, vir- like, the cabin of a virgin with the seats ripped out. No, it's, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So they like had, a, yeah. they had these two vertical like star trek tubes in the middle and one was the shower yeah one was a shower with a pressure sensitive pad that you had to stand on to get it to work and the other was a toilet which means that you would just like take a shit in the middle of this circle in the middle of the room <laughs> and then you could change strange. all the mood lighting and open I mean, who doesn't it's called a brown mask exactly <laughs> <laughs> and you Lights could open those you could open up your uh, like your blinds and your TV and your lighting and your AC was all connected to an iPad, which had movies on it and also just crazy hardcore porn. Yeah. <laughs> just yep. tons of hardcore porn. Nice. So one morning I was like, I woke up and I took a shower and I just put hardcore porn on in the background. I was just getting ready. I was like shaving and stuff like that. It was great. Uh and yeah, it was just very fucking bizarre, very weird. It's <laughs> such a weird thing to get ready to. <laughs> Fuck, I've never shaved and watched porn at the same time. I was like, why not? No, I would. I, if I was kind of disappointed with that when I was in Europe, because I always heard stories like, oh mm-hmm. man, they're just showing tits and porn on TV at all times. I only got the the roulette channel and the deaf guy signing along to uh, uh, Animal yeah, Nature. Well, so they all yeah. they all got uh, they all got sick of, of like hardcore fucking. So that's what they beat off to now. Yeah, is yeah roulette and, true, and, yeah. and sign language. So we. Uh, we're like, let's go to where Zach goes down in the lobby and he's like, <laughs> look at his fucking fingers. Zach goes to the lobby and he's like, how do we get to like downtown Amsterdam town or whatever? And she's like, oh, uh, pretend there's no wall there. And then keep walking and so, there's a train. Yeah, take the was, train. It's an easy train system. That was my favorite part of getting into Amsterdam <laughs> is that Brian and I are fucking high as a kite. <laughs> and Andrew is very focused on trying to catch a Mr. Mime in Amsterdam. So yep, none of us. Did you get it? Yeah, I did. It. He I did, did get it. Fucking God. Pokemon Go the entire uh, time. So <laughs> we, get to, we get into the hotel room or the hotel. We're checking in. And the woman there was so nice. Spoke such good English. And she was like, hey, you're new to Amsterdam. Here's how to get around. Here's a bunch of good pro tips that I can give you about going being in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. None of us were paying yeah. attention. Yep. Zach and, and I are like, huh, and I, what? Or, yeah, Brian and I are, are at least like looking at her and nodding and be like, yeah, good, good. 
But we came cool. downstairs and it was like the three of us were like, how do we get anywhere? I don't fucking know. <laughs> and then I love like, the, for some the, reason the combination of two guys who are high to their fucking minds and one guy who's trying to catch a fucking augmented reality mime in a Pokemon yep. game. Well, jumping what an awful Wi-Fi. fucking buddy cop movie that yep. was. And, yep. 2016 and, is a nightmare. I love that the solution wasn't that we took five minutes to get in our computers in Google. We were just like, well, fuck it. And we just got in the train. <laughs> we just walked, we just walked outside. right outside and got in the train. So yeah, we get so on the we, train and we're like, we don't know how to buy the tickets or anything. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, I guess we're going to steal this train. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't figure out how to pay for the train for fucking ever. So we, we get on the train, we ride like into the middle of Amsterdam, we get off and we're eating at this cafe. And Which is fucking hilarious, by yeah. the way, because every stop is like, bong, 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 regular sticker bird, sticker And we're like, uh, all right, hope there's no cops here. So we get off at this cafe. Our waitress was super nice. She was telling us about, you know, like, oh, this is your first time in Amsterdam, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And at the end of the, like, we're paying the bill and I was like, oh, yeah, actually, uh, one more question. Um, how the fuck do you pay for these trains? And she's like, well, there's kiosks at every stop. Like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. But we still managed to, you to fucking avoid use Bart. To, we still managed to avoid paying every time we got on the train. We just didn't pay for it. And we didn't manage to by the third. You wouldn't time download like, a train by the fourth time. We're like, we're stealing this train. But we were all like a little bit sketched out. I was like, oh, are yep. we just gonna steal this train again? <laughs> I love that. The very last night we were trying to figure out how to get to the airport. And Zach was like, maybe we take the train. And he just looks at me and Brian. And he's like, one last job. <laughs> <laughs> but we walked around like the red light district. I bought a pot lollipop out of a fucking store and just walked around sucking on it. And all those stores are advertising like, because like, yeah, we get it. Like, I mean, we're, we're in San Francisco. Like right, the fact yeah. you can smoke pot wherever isn't that novel. But it was really weird passing by these stores where they're like, buy our mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. They're, that was, they're, they're, that like, was that's fucking crazy nuts. to me is like. They just have these signs that are out front that are just like, come on in and sample our magic mushrooms. And it's like, what the fuck, man? It's also like prison here for that. Try our cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. No. So apparently and our cab driver was telling us like you can get caught with up to what? Like two grams, two grams of cocaine or something like that. And they're like, that's fine. Like it's completely decriminalized everything. So much coke. Yeah. Like (laughs) prostitution is decriminalized. So we walked through the red light district and we just see the saddest. It was like four windows in a row. So sad. It's like it's like watching like it was like watching. Like a, a 15 year old puppy in a window, or 15 year old dog Jesus. in a window, being like, I'm gonna die soon, <laughs> take me home. Yeah, and like they just put was... one paw against the window. Like you walk by, and it was just like these really kind of like haggard fat ladies, and they were just like, uh, and there's a door behind him that's halfway ajar that you see like this gross bed yeah. on and, and like, in like oh, silver just, bikinis, just like oh, it's so tragic. Yeah, yeah. so like I, I wish I fucking baffles me because it's like the idea of getting high and paying for sex is so bizarre like i when, when i get stoned i don't want to buy anything like i can't i actually can't figure out money like i i can't even figure out my phone like i so the idea of like being like i'm gonna get legally high and then go pay this lady to have sex in her weird bed be in that in that fucked up mirror room she lives in <laughs> like it makes no sense at all but then you see like these very haggard prostitutes walking around and the whole like it's fucked up because the whole down like the whole red light district versus the rest of the city is like San Francisco versus Fisherman's Wharf right. or Times Square versus New York City. Yeah. Where you're like you're known for this little part here, but the rest of this place is gorgeous and, and wonderful. So and- the second night the second night we went out to uh, this like really cool African restaurant and then we went to this area around that restaurant that was like very clearly like sort of a locals only kind of area and the waitress at that restaurant uh or at the bar that we went to afterwards was talking to us and she was just like you need to leave it kind of (laughs) you guys gotta get the fuck out of here no she's like yeah it kind of sucks because like 
most people just come here just to get fucked up. Like yeah. most tourists don't make it out this far because they're only interested in fucking prostitutes and getting high. Like it's only a handful of tourists that come out this far into Amsterdam yeah. and like see like the local sites and like hang and, out. And, and Zach, like, Zach was like, we live in San Francisco, like pots decriminalize. Like yep. we, we don't live in a fucking draconian police. Yeah, that was, that was, drink, that was like, the funniest part about telling people, like even people that we worked with that we were going to go to Amsterdam afterwards are like, oh, you going to Amsterdam? Are you going to do all the pie? You going to get real high? <laughs> no, dude, we live in San Francisco. We could literally do that anywhere at any time. Dude, it doesn't hate, matter. Hate Street was the first street I lived in in the city. Like yeah. I moved here and it was just like, hey, you like pot? And I was like, well, not anymore. You fucking assholes. <laughs> Also, pot is like an audio book. It's like it's you. You don't want it all the time. You're not. You're not like, oh, I'm at a party. I'm gonna fucking put on the the, the audio book. You're like, no. You maybe you would do that by yourself or before bed or like yeah. you know. In some, I mean, some people are totally functional and stuff. Yeah. But like, it's totally not the same as like, yeah, I'm gonna have a beer. You know, it's like yeah. it's, I, th- I think it's like people come from countries where they can't even fathom that, yeah. and then they just get as fucked up as possible it's basically the rest of the world goes on rumspringer or whatever yeah, it is yeah, you know, yeah. And that's yeah. where they go well, do it yeah, and that yeah. was the weird thing is that we drank enough consistently every single night that like we were never like fucked up or drunk but we had like a basically 12 day consistent buzz going where it's like <laughs> wow. I, the last thing i feel like we needed was to go get high yeah well yeah, yeah. what's funny is like i i rarely will ever drink in the middle of the day but i think like every day at lunch it was like oh well Let's get a couple beers yeah, and yep. see what happens here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I like how you, you you said that to a bunch of people you work with. I rarely drink in the middle of the day. I would hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was these guys. <laughs> yeah, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, <laughs> but the uh, one of the funniest moments of the whole trip was we walked into a, a Starbucks in Amsterdam. <laughs> oh yeah, and oh, there was fuck. There was just this like stunning woman working behind the counter and it was like why why in america we make just like you would never have to do this in america you if you're you'd be you'd be a model of anything in america Mm -hmm. yeah martin shkreli would swoop down on his zeppelin and catch you in a net and you'd you'd live in a fucking velour room for the rest of your life exactly yeah you'd be or you'd be at the end of taken or something like that i don't know um jesus brian what i don't know if that's a good thing it's a fake movie they made three About, of them. Yes. Uh, so uh, there's this just gorgeous blonde woman Ooh. working behind the counter at Starbucks, and she's like, "Can I help you?" And I just, I was like, uh, "Straight, Brian, oh, Brian, we forgot how to talk." I forgot how to talk, and I started laughing so hard, being like, "That you're not real. This is fake." I'd be like, "We'll have three iced coffees, please." Which, by the way, getting anything with ice in it is nearly impossible in Europe. Oh yeah, they, they don't do that over there. They don't. They don't like that. But ordering or it was a like it was a twelve day adventure. Order, ordering vodka sodas over there. Oh my god, I, that's the part that I, I really fucking hate. I saw yeah. like a, a photo of you guys having vodka sodas, and I was like, where the fuck did they go? So we figured it out. Found out. A tiki bar. They found yeah. out. They found out Son a hack. Bitch. Well, okay, so they we found out a hack in Germany because in Germany it was like, give me a whiskey. And a soda water on the side with ice. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. We can handle that. And the first couple nights, like, we went to the same tiki bar almost every night to, like, at least start with. And, the, like, same waiter. And every time he was fucking baffled by it. It was unbelievable. <laughs> every time he's like, you want a whiskey and a sparkling water? It's like, yeah, fucking bring them both. Come on, let's and do And sometimes this. they taste like coconut. Sometimes yeah. they taste oh, like yeah. watermelon. And you're like, what did you do back there, <laughs> and, you idiot? And then in Amsterdam, like, we used the same kind of hack where it was like, okay, bring these two separate things. But then we got to Paris 
And we'd be like, uh, can we get uh, whiskey and a soda water on the side? And like, you want a whiskey soda? And like, yeah. But for some reason, Andrew <laughs> <I> continually, <laughs> continually, like, regardless of, of like, the fact that we knew that they knew what we were talking about, Andrew was like, yeah, can I get a whiskey with a soda water on the side? And like, the Parisian waiters would be like, yeah, that's a whiskey soda. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but so when it, I yeah, when I was there, I never had that problem. In Croatia and and uh, London and Paris, they understood vodka, vodka soda. soda. They're so like, they, sure, yeah, yeah here it, it was. Is. It was fifty fifty with us. Germans like, were fucking baffled. Yeah, by they were it. baffled it by it. except in our hotel. Our hotel yeah, yeah, got that's it. True. Hotel bars, the they'll just get it anywhere. But yeah. the weird thing we noticed they were doing in Paris yeah, yeah. was they were like, I was like, I was, I would explain the drink, and then they would come out with this tray that was like. A glass with vodka in it and just vodka. Mm-hmm. And then there was a Tiny thing of San bottle. Pellegrino that yeah. you had to twist off the top. And then there was a bucket of ice with like a little spoon. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Bottle service, and, son. And yeah. then, yeah. And then there was a like a, another little cup that had lime slices in it. And it was like, you know, this is one this is one glass. <laughs> like yeah. you, turn, you turn one glass into five glasses. Like what the fuck? It's like if I ordered cake and you were like, "Well, here's flour and eggs and milk." Like it was also if you just ordered like, "Hey, I'll have a whiskey." If you yeah. just said that instead of naming a specific type, it was like a weird lottery where like sometimes you would just get like like I think it was you at at that Paris bar got that weird like they put like scotch in or something and they mixed it with soda water and it was like, "Why would you do this?" Yeah, like, it's yeah. really smoky. Yeah. So I, I think one of the funniest things we saw in Amsterdam was uh, we were walking past the van gogh museum which is really cool and the, the whole park area out there is gorgeous and it's like again it it's there's no prostitutes there there's no like there's no no one's doing drugs in the middle of the park or maybe they it are sounds boring as fuck yeah it's it's like a it's like a city it's like being in a normal ass city i live in and san francisco there's prostitutes and people doing drugs everywhere i don't know what you're telling me. that's true i walk by them every day uh there was the, like these six guys who are all they had these like I we I still don't even know what this game is, but there are six guys standing playing some fucking like Dutch version of lawn darts where they were holding these like shaved logs and just throwing them at each other. It's called, oh, it's log it's jamming. Called, it's called it was kings. Like, what was it? It's called kings. What, explain this game. Is it oh, where, it is. Is, called, it, is yeah, it where yeah. you have they have sticks? They have they a have bunch of like, they have like, like lined up like at each other, five or six blocks, lined up and at they're each like other, four and they're, by and they're, fours. Yes, and they're throwing sticks trying to knock each other down. Yeah, kings. You're trying to knock over their 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 kings and they're so one. One of our favorite things to do in Europe was look at all the people's sh- shirts that were like, they were like, I love America, USA barbecue. That was yeah. my favorite game for yeah. the whole trip. <laughs> like, you just look at a shirt and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, Obama basketball? What is that? <laughs> yep. uh, but this guy had a shirt that said, Do you want shit of mouse? <laughs> 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 do you want shit of mouse <laughs> i think goldfarb spotted it from like yep. way off and like, i was in fucking tears because i was like a- like slapping you, uh, you, brian and I. He's like, are you fucking seeing this guy surely it was Dude, the great. entire trip i could not stop laughing at the shirts because they were like first of all it would be like new york manhattan usa parentheses new york city like it right. was like so i did how many, gangnam how many, gangnam ombre how many <laughs> butt first coffee shirts did you see that was the one uh, that I saw. I, I just saw first yeah. coffee. But first, but first coffee. coffee. Yep. But first coffee and uh, wow. 90 variations on to-do list. Nothing. Nothing. Also, Kim is my girlfriend was another one I saw a lot. Oh, man. Goldfarb, that's the one that fucked me up the most. You yeah. pointed out this shirt that said, it said, to-do list. 
nothing and then but nothing, <laughs> nothing was, was crossed, crossed out. out yeah and i was like did you do uh, yeah nothing already so, and that, so, so you have to do something so, you, now. so you're done <laughs> like what kind of fucking seinfeld episode is this <laughs> uh so i did some research and do you want shit of mouse is actually uh they there's this like treat they served for children there where you get toast and you just put sprinkles on it oh dude that's so good yeah so it's just sprinkles but it's it looks like like ratch yeah oh my god dude <laughs> like that's a, so it's good. called shit of mouse no it's no. called like sprinkler dirge or whatever <laughs> stacy gets it you can, was... you can you can actually you can actually get it at, at uh we used to have some uh stacy stacy got it uh, quite frequently when you can get you, it at cost yeah. plus when you, awesome. were, uh, you can get fucking anything at any time now i, well, I ordered yeah. a goddamn pokeball shaped weed grinder today when you were in <laughs> cologne Honey, when you were in like, cologne you did want? you uh did you get any of the ice creams that are like made to look like real foods? So oh, some, the spaghetti one, the spaghetti one yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Somehow this is the because this is my fourth trip in a row to Cologne. It was the first time I haven't done any of the weird ice cream or gelato stuff. I think we had like one dessert at one point. I, I think if you had come up to me on the average night in Cologne and were like, I would give you three hundred dollars to the ice cream right now, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, I, I, I no, can't no. really. We were so full. Like it's, it's, it was it's, stupid. People were like, let's go get gelato. I was like, I, I, why? You just ate a fucking half a pig. That was supposed to be James <laughs> Drank a brewery. Every night. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, it's the cool down all that hot meat in your belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine like a city where you eat heavier food every single night of the week. Where you eat like putting, a, a fucking putting, mountain lion. <laughs> yeah, putting fucking ice cream or gelato on but top of that just Honestly, miserable. like in Germany, at least, like I, it was meat and bread and beer and I knew what I was getting into. Paris, it like snuck up on me. Paris, it was like the butter which like ev- anything we had was so rich oh, that like God. you felt oh. full from everything so, brian mentioned that brian mentioned that this like one night we went to this like actual like pretty fancy restaurant in paris le comptoir le yeah. comptoir it's like an anthony bourdain recommended joint that yeah. zach found at the last minute and uh it was fucking phenomenal food but the first thing we did was order <laughs> we ordered a meat plate and a cheese plate <laughs> And a cheese plate. And they bring us out the cheese plate. And Brian is like putting these cheeses on his breads or whatever. And he's there's one in the middle and he's just eating it off of his knife. He's just cutting slices and just eating it. He's like, This is the creamiest cheese I've ever had. It's butter. It was butter, right? Yeah, Goldfarb goes, I'm pretty sure you're just fucking pounding butter, man. But it's so good. Brian's fucking fat ass is just eating butter. (laughs) You know what though? America! You know what though, Brian? I am with you. We gotta check out this one place. It comes recommended by my hero Anthony Bourdain. (laughs) I'm a hundred percent with you though, because the one thing that I wish I could have snuck back with me was a shitload of French butter. I would have eaten so good. Coming into France, he was like, "Man, wait till you everywhere we go, we gotta order bread and butter because the butter is so fucking good here." And then we get to this like the restaurant, and he's just fucking eating butter wholesale. It was amazing, dude. Yeah. in between, you, like, but, meat and lobster bisque and, like, a por- I got a pork medallions or whatever. Well, and but on top be, of that, on all, all the cheese plates that they give you, yeah. they give you a huge mound of butter just yep. hidden with the cheese yeah. in a dimly lit room. And you're like, which one's the butter? Yep. And it's yep. it's in, the most indulgent trip I've ever been in my life because all of our inhibition was gone. Like, we had – so the day we went to that restaurant, we had the grossest, biggest lunch I've ever eaten in my life. We yeah. had, like – pizza and like three baskets of bread and we like appetizers lunch, we had a lunch so big that we had to go back to the hotel and like take a nap before yeah. we yeah. went out but like it was one yeah. of those but lunches then, where like you could just hear us all being like i want pizza i want pizza <laughs> 
What if we split cheeseburgers and pizza? And what if you got a meat plate? The kind of lunch that you order, the kind of lunch that you order in Paris, and your waiter's like, "Fucking Americans!" Yeah. Yeah. But then even after that, we go to this restaurant and we order like pretty, like honestly, just our meals weren't that bad. They were like pretty small portions. I got like a salad with chicken on it. But then. We're like, we order a cheese plate, we order <laughs> a like, meat plate. like a meat plate, and then for some reason, me and Brian, it's like a 95 degree day, we also order these bowls of lobster bisque, which is <laughs> oh, like, like a cre- nice hot night soup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the creamiest, most like, indulgent. Yep. It's like, by the end of that trip, I felt like I had put on like 80 pounds. I felt more disgusting than I probably ever felt. Oh, I felt, I felt like the fucking sweatiest slab <laughs> yeah. of beef. I felt like a fucking champion. I don't know what you guys are talking about. What? So, we should also talk about the end of the trip which is uh our weird charles de gaulle airport adventure followed by that weird flight oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was fun so like every airport i i travel a oh, lot worst and, fucking airport i've ever been to and that's the thing like i've traveled a ton in the last two years especially like i flew 180,000 miles in 2014 no we flew we flew out of uh paris city okay or the one by euro disney you guys so, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys know who only- charles de gaulle is right he was a famous parisian troublemaker who actually the, the airport a famous was, was Parisian airport maker? He originally like the airport was named after some other guy. It was like Napoleon or something. And Charles de Gaulle snuck in and changed the entire airport name after him. And they never figured out how to change it back. <laughs> it's a mischief labyrinth. What the? How is that possible? They changed. That's very hard to believe. <laughs> the there's another uh, patented Max Scoville Ranger Rick factoid <laughs> from the back of his closet. True you fact. Get out there and you tell him this goof about Charles de Gaulle. I swear to God, I'll shoot you in the face. <laughs> So you I was guys, like, they, they changed like sporting or something. Degal, that man. <laughs> wow. I feel wow. like everybody here has traveled a decent amount. Yeah. And I feel like every airport you've ever been to, you come in and there's like the check in desks for all the airlines, and then there's security, and then there's the gates. I feel like that's every airport I've ever been to in my life. This one was a weird post apocalyptic <laughs> robot airport where there were no human beings anywhere. And we come in and we scan our boarding pass and we go down one of those like automated walkways, but just the longest goddamn walkway ever. It was like uphill and downhill. I think the airport was like, I have not had my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, does anyone, can anyone help us? It was ridiculous. Anyone work here? I, I think that we literally could have snuck anything that we wanted into that plane mm-hmm. yeah. because there was like the security was so lax. Like we, we finally we got couldn't to even security. find it. Like it took us and we were in the airport for 40 minutes. We had gone through like three areas of scanning our boarding pass and we got to the gate and then we finally went through security. Yeah. Hmm. And it was so lax. I was like, do I take up my shoes or belt? And the woman was like, no, no, it was fine. Yeah, uh, I do I need to take my laptop out? No. Was yeah. Fine. We just, just throw our bags through. Yeah. That's, other countries yeah yeah i mean tokyo is kind of the same way but at least tokyo like that shit is up front and like they want you to check yeah. in all, like all that stuff and then go to the plane. <laughs> this was literally like all the way almost to the plane and it was like yeah well i, I went on. to take a picture in narita airport and 17 people screamed at me at the same time which is like no one ever does that in in japan yeah but th- it felt like people worked there yeah but this mm-hmm. was like this was like we went through it, it felt like being in like fucking half life like we went through like three iPad kiosks and scanned our passports and all of a sudden we're like on the plane like what the fuck happened Yeah and but it, to even buy a bottle of water you have to scan your boarding pass which is a really weird really like weird. mini game So we get on the plane a lot of people and, drown in water just so you know That's true <laughs> Good be careful with that shit in one bottle of water <laughs> Also after this incredible if you, can dr- if you can drown in a bottle of water you've earned it We had this incredible indulgent trip with like these incredible meals and all this great coffee and then we get to the airport and it just 
the grossest, most awful coffee and food of that entire trip. Mm-hmm. It's like gas station coffee. But luckily, we get on the plane, uh, which seats 5,000 people, yep. and only has 14 people on it. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that they there were literally probably only 40 people on our whole flight back. Wow. So yeah. each of us yep. had a row to ourselves. Like, we had, we had wow. sky beds. Like, what, day did, what day of the week did you this fly? This was a Wednesday. Thir- oh, well, that's why. Or yeah. Thursday, yeah. It was a yeah. Thursday morning, yeah. yeah. Direct from Paris to SF. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I figured it'd be kind of busy from anyone trying to go from one major city to another in time for a weekend, mm-hmm. but right. no one was on it. So I basically, I took all the pillows and blankets from all the dead people that were supposed to sit next to me. I assume they all died. The sky ghost. And, and you sky. just made scarecrows. I made just a huge ass bed. And then I woke up in the middle and made an office. I, op- I put all the trays down and I had like my, my, my laptop over here and my DS over here and like yeah. food in the middle. These two chuckle fucks ponied up. <laughs> These two guys fucking ponied up for uh, uh, business class. Like, no like, premium you know, economy. Premium economy. Yeah. Like, we're gonna upgrade. We want that extra leg room. We gotta <laughs> right. get up there. How much and was that? That's like 150 bucks. Yeah. So how do you not know that? You're so a tall ass get, dude. You should be getting that on every flight. I don't know. We I get on the be. plane and there's nobody on the plane, and I'm in business class, uh, or I'm in economy class. Like suckers. I didn't pay an <laughs> extra goddamn dime. And look at all this fucking space I have. And I wander up there to visit him like halfway through the flight. And Brian has all three. He's sitting in the middle, has all three trays down. Welcome he's to got, my office. He's got his shit on all the trays <laughs> spread across it. He's, he's got his laptop open, but he's looking at his iPad and his DS is over here. And he's just like, huh, welcome. Come on into my office. <laughs> it, was, it was insane Hang because for a while. we thought about, because business class and first class were also like maybe 20% full. So we thought about going up and sitting in, in those empty seats, but we were like, oh, we literally have more room by being in the back of the plane than we would even if we were up there. It yeah, was, there was, it there was, was so empty that by the end of the flight, they came back. They, they came through, served us a meal, and then came back and like, uh, you want a second meal? We have all this <laughs> Fucking food. Come on, let's party, man. Yeah, they were like, we got all this extra shit, just come take it. That sounds if, so cool. If, if you hit the button to like ask a, a, a flight tent to come, they would like be there in one second and be like, oh, do you want, we have extra OJ and coffee, do you want any more water? They were just throwing bags of snacks at us and shit like that. There was, a, there was one point where I put the three pillows behind me and the three blankets on top of me, and I just stretched out and slept for an hour and a half in a bed in the sky. It, it was, was great. basically the least stressful flight ever, because you never had to ask anyone to get up, no one asked you to get up. Like It was like a totally... Yeah. It was just like, and then the bathrooms were like right there, so it was mm-hmm. just a completely comfortable. I took a shit right in the middle of the aisle. No, yeah, it was yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's still there. They gotta fly that around all Zach over the place. Zach was just totally uh, the naked the whole flight. Yeah, that's right. I was just walking around in the nude. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. I've like, I don't think I've ever had that. I've had like maybe like one extra seat next to me or something. I mean, yeah, I assume you I lost way. like a ton of money by oh, yeah. operating that flight. Okay, fuck that airline yeah. in, the, yeah. in the dick. Yeah. Cool. So you guys had fun in Europe. Yeah, it was a great time. What's like the one thing you got to recommend to the universe listening out there? If, like, eat the they, butter. Eat the up. butter. Eat the butter. <laughs> eat the poo poo. Eat that butter. Just go take a lot of pictures. That's what I did. I was just walking around taking pictures everywhere. Just see shit. It's kind of weird. Like it makes me think about like I mean like we're very spoiled because like like we came back to San Francisco, which is a pretty fucking cool city, and I realized like I take. Maybe like five pictures a month of the city I live in, and then I go to a new city and I take like a thousand pictures. So I'm like, what am I like? What's the disconnect here? Maybe I'm just not appreciating because you're, you're never the same not, shit every yeah, day, and you're not going to be leaving San Francisco yeah. anytime soon. I take yeah. a lot of ironic pictures of signs and uh, pictures of trash in the street and pictures of my dog, who's hard to photograph. So I don't really, I shouldn't have a camera on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, God, yeah. you just sounded like such a previewed Max homeless and sixty right there. <laughs> yeah, I take a lot of pictures of my dog. <laughs> Trash on the street. <laughs> I would say, like, I, like there's my cook pal Derringer. 
He's Dude. real good going on trips with me. I would say don't overplan. You know, like yes, I think yeah. that's like a, a dangerous thing. Like, in, in fact, we had like one or two things where we're like, oh, we're going to do this thing today. And it was almost like, kind of like, oh, I wish we didn't have to do this thing today. Yeah. And we saw like we saw the Eiffel Tower. We saw like we saw a couple touristy things. But honestly, the, the places like five hours in the Louvre. Like yeah. one that's well, got to like, do that. I feel like if there's something like that you've wanted to see, obviously go see it. Yeah. But like I feel like wandering around and stumbling into places was the best parts of that trip. Yeah, I mean, like, I would say, I would say like pull up Yelp every few hours and be like, uh, "Is this restaurant gonna be good?" Because like you, if you have ten meals in a place, like don't burn seven on sh- on shit food. Like yeah. we sat down at this one place where like at the last minute I pulled up Yelp and I was like, "Nah, let's get out of here." And then we went down the street and found a way way better place. So we also went to that one place in Amsterdam where it was just all old people and they all looked at you like you were a criminal. Oh, that was yeah, really that funny. Was crazy. Yeah. That was really funny. And we just we just did a quick one eighty and got the fuck out of there. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I that, I think that like that's. That's pretty much it. Like, I think like the fucking weird thing was that like going on a vacation in your thirties with your friends is very like I didn't think I'd ever get to do anything like that unless it was like, you know, some like wild hog shit or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like when you're like an old man, it's like the plot of a shitty movie or something like that, or like someone gets divorced. Like, right. it wasn't a bachelor party, and it wasn't like I don't know. Like, uh, whoa, whoa, I, <laughs> nobody told you. I married Florian while we were there. Yeah, Florian got got divorced. That's why we went out there. I know, like Zach. Florian found his child bride on the train. (laughs) I'm married. Zach's been dating the same girl for a very long time. Andrew has his hand. He has Um, Mr. Mime. Yeah, Mr. Mime. That's what he calls. I think it was really. Are you going to get out of the glass box today, Mr. Mime? (laughs) It was really cool of our significant others to be like, oh, you put on your fancy gloves. Yeah, go go have fun. I don't know. Like, I guess that's my advice. Like, if you can take a vacation with your friends, fucking do it. Because you're going to take plenty with your significant other and you shit kids or whatever those little dirt dogs are <laughs> but like go 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 get fucked up with your friends for a few days somewhere and like try not to get arrested and don't do it like for some fucking weird sex trip or anything like that just just go get fucked up and let it become around. a sex trip on its own you know if that's where it goes yeah sure. get those yeah. honkers out slap those big wet things up against the window a bit you know yeah, yeah. that glass is 117 years old you better put that wangus up against it all right. Make it make it some stained glass. Well, we all learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you guys had a good trip. The hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> anyway, uh, how are you guys? I know you're trying to wrap up the show. <laughs> What's going on over here? Find you find out about boys? us in the next episode or Anthony's something. Anthony's like, are you fucking assholes done talking about your bullshit? <laughs> I th- no, you guys had an awesome trip. It was very awesome. I am extremely jealous. I remember going over those trips and having a great time. So uh, They don't let anyone over there anymore. No, it's they done. don't. It's done. Uh, borders are closed. All the planes shut down. <laughs> borders are closed. <laughs> the sky borders. Remember to go check out... Uh, I don't know. It's just. I guess we should tell them to check out all of our shit. Huh? There's a lot of shit to tell yeah. them. Yeah. If you go to Amsterdam, try uh, their brood. Because if you like bread, you'll You're love, gonna love brood. You're gonna love brood. Uh, and also, any word you like will probably yeah. be that, but with more more letter A's in it, I believe. What was our weird hotel called? Citizen Citizen M. Citizen, Citizen M. M. Yeah, yeah, go check that place, place out. Is cool. Yeah. That's a great X Men arc. You can go yeah. to comedybutton.com. Uh, <laughs> Magneto gets his citizen. Buy a bunch of merch, <laughs> find movie commentaries like the new Crocodile Dundee commentary Oy. that we did. Uh, with Alana Pierce. Yep. And you can also go to uh, patreon.com slash comedy button if you want to support us. Dollar a month gives you extra episodes, two extra episodes a month. So go check out those things. What go do that. that. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Chuff Money. Scott's at Scott underscore Bromley. That's right. Uh, Brian's at Agent Bizzle. Uh, Max is at Max Scoville. And 
uh, Andrew's at Garfep. Mr. And then uh, Zach Ryan is at what? At uh, Zach Ryan's D. Yeah, and Charles de Gaulle has hidden himself deep in the baggage claim labyrinth of his own making. You'll never find him. Yeah. <laughs> Go listen to Podcast Beyond and Wednesdays. A fucking that, rascal. That uh, these two do with the Garfep. And uh, you can also go watch Up at Noon every Thursday. We got Satchel, and Garfo. Thursdays at noon at IGN. Mm-hmm. Star Wars show comes on Wednesdays. You can go check that out. Yeah, YouTube. you can check out Max and Brian showing up on that show soon. Possibly. Ooh. Crossover. Hey man, don't leak any appearances. Oh, sorry. We're not. We're not Hasbro action figures. <laughs> Did you tell them who we're going to be? Uh, you and, and I, Max I, are going to be, Brian is going to be K2 and Max is going to be SO. Yeah. Cause he's a sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're that awful mountain that kills all those skiers. Fuck you. <laughs> so go check those things out. And, uh, you know, thanks for listening and we love you. We only got 58 seconds to thank people. Holy fucking shit. Let me hurry up. We got GM Lake, Colette, Temez, Dave Bush, Sean Philippe, Matthew Shoppas, Robert Dawson, Darius Keel, Ross Woods, Andy Hale, Stefano Fontana, Angela Ostrander. Hello. Father Dante, Ryan Kelly, Danny, Joshua Edmonds, Amon, Kierkegaard, Brian Lee, David D, John G, Jordan Guys, Siraj Berry, Ryan Simpkins, Michael Jones, Daniel Taylor, Shock, please one name at a time, Kelsey Christo, John Ben, Mark I. Sullivan, Ryan Simaka, Jeff Mercado, Brian Delgado, James Lawless, I love your friend Lucy, Chuck, Joe Dulanto, Toby Jones, Nick, Scott Calvary, Mike Martin, Cameron Wallace, Stephanie Hall, Nikki Miller, Corey Ellis, Dave Tedesco, Stefan Nicole, Find the flag in the pudding, Lewis Klo, Ryan Gregg, Connor Nordberg, Leonardo Roberto, Talavera Barazio, come on, give me one name at a time, John Wendell, Tyler Westhouse, sub Tyler, James Green, Thank Cody you. Wellner, Josh White, Mason Santos, Christian Turnbull, Kiri Ramos, William, and Christopher Fleming. Thank you guys very much. Whew. The Comedy Button is executive produced by Billy Arundel, Horler Fur Ingle Herbertson, Jamie Gordon, J. Ellis James, John Skinner, Curtis Ruska, Laura K. Buzz, Matt Shotrop, Motherfucking Kevin, Paul Grabovac, and Paula Show.